way. Oh, I see what's going on. What's up? I guess on the TV play there, I guess. Neato. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. If anybody's watching, I uh, apologize. Well, is this live right now? Huh? Yeah, this is Cassie and Bella are playing Animal Crossing while we're talking about Animal Crossing. All right. Isn't that good? Oh, wait, I didn't hit stream. Okay, so Art we're not stream? live yet. Ah! Oh, good. I, I wasn't prepared for that. Now, now I should be live. Now it should be live. All right, hey you folks, thanks for joining in. Hold, hold, hold on. Is it is it working? Is it? Did she do? Yeah, okay. I was gonna do this. Yeah, I mean, I just got yeah. a notification on my phone, so yeah, I think we're up. Um, oh, wait okay. a second. Did okay. I not change the name of this? I didn't change the name of this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it says that we're we're alive. Okay, you can see uh, your reflection. In my talk screen. about animal crossing. <laughs> Enter. Changes saved. God, this is a rocky start today. And um, okay. Now, now I think, I think I'm ready. Hey, hey. Okay. I I don't know. Is anybody watching? Is anybody watching it? Um. I hope not. Um. Where where? Why? Am I, oh, there we go. Now we okay. Yeah, and uh, okay. Hold on a second. Oh, hey, the the audio is right this this week. Yay. Okay. Uh, okay, what time is it? It's it's 9:04. I don't think we have time for geek outs this week, so That's right. Nothing much has changed. Nothing much has changed. Okay. So, hi everybody. Thank you for listening in or watching in at RGCWV, Random Geek Culture in West Virginia. I had some technical difficulties tonight, but um, tonight we're talking about Animal Crossing. Uh, we have with us Alex McLean and Micah Mello. Hi. I guess I should fix my lighting now. And um, upstairs is my wife and daughter actually playing Animal Crossing on the TV. So if you get bored at looking at our ugly mugs, you can look right down there at what they're playing. So um, we wanted to do this episode a while ago, but um, last week went pretty well. Pretty well. There were some audio issues. I apologize for that. Um, but... Um, 
Um, me and Mike have been playing the crap out of this game ever since it came out. And uh, we just decided that we wanted to talk about this. Um, this isn't really uh, anything specific to West Virginia. Um, but or it is. Is, I mean, so everywhere is has been locked down there we've had social distance all over the place um and this this game has provided an escape for millions of people like literally millions because this is like one of the best after this game released it's now one of nintendo's best selling franchises i think it goes mario Zelda, Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, and then Animal Crossing, which Animal Crossing has always been kind of like, you know, one of those corner games, one of those, you know, in the border games. But this is now a major title for Nintendo. Um, and as such, um, it has been a game that uh, they put on. They put it on mobile about a year ago, and it was okay. In fact, if you were to ask my daughter, she said it was horrible, um, and I kind of agree with her. Um, but I downloaded it and I never played it. I played it for like a week, and I was like, "What is this?" Um, now, me and Mike were both big fans of it when it was back on GameCube. Um, however, Mike, did you know this, that, um, the GameCube was not the first installment? That seems I, surprising to me. For a reason, I'll get to one of it. This is one of those Japan exclusives, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Ah, it, it, was yes. it was a Japan exclusive on, um, uh, Nintendo 64. I just recently download, uh, downloaded it. I mean, I uh, recently bought the cartridge, and um, <laughs> it. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Tell um, me another one. And it's 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 pretty much just the Nintendo sixty four or the the GameCube one. Like the GameCube one was almost a direct port. They hardly did any improvements on it. Um. They made there was a few things in there that was like very Japanese, I guess you would say, and it didn't um, it didn't transfer to the GameCube um, international release of it. So, but it it's it's there. It's it's same pretty much mechanics as the one for GameCube. I remember the first exposure in the United States, at least, to Animal Crossing was in uh, Smash Brothers Melee. I want to say, whatever the the GameCube version was, because they would have the trophies that you could uh, win and look at in the gallery, and one of the trophies was uh, KK Slider, and. I remember it didn't say what the game he was in was from because it, it would list like the information. Like each trophy was a character from this game that came out this year. And I remember his was uh, information coming soon or something like that. And I was like, okay, you got my interest now. That's yeah. kind of weird. I, I never yeah. heard of this. So um, 
that 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 game um for GameCube, um I wasn't into initially, but then Mike got it and he was like, "Holy crap, you need to try this thing." This is, and he described it to me, and I was like, eh, uh, "Okay, I mean, I guess." Uh, um, when me and my wife uh, first got married, we didn't have a whole lot of money, so we didn't have cable TV, um, and we decided, I decided to to get Animal Crossing, and Animal Crossing to this day on GameCube is the only game my wife has actually been like addicted to. Um, and it's, it's a great game. Um, I mean, I was, I am a hardcore gamer and well, intermediate, I guess you'd say. Um, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those players that, you know, unless it's like something big and it doesn't really have my interest, you know, like Final Fantasy seven, that has my interest. Metal Gear Solid, that has my interest. Man, Metal Gear Solid a solid five. It's a great game. Um, I'm not going to go too off topic, though. Um, but those are the kind of games that usually have my interest. So you wouldn't think that I would play a game where you're just designing your, your room. You're paying off your loan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's too real, man. You know what yeah. I mean? That's, that's too... Uh... Yeah, I, I think that's part of the success of the current one because um, these are things that you, you, you want normalcy in life now, and that's the only way you're actually going to get it is to, uh, you know, go talk to your neighbors and harvest fruit and uh, pay off your and, mortgage. And be in debt. And be in debt. Yeah. I miss yeah. those things. But it is a good point that uh, it is, you know, video games are often escapism in some fashion or another or entertainment. And, uh, yeah, this is a time that people kind of want that. It seems so to, so to be clear for our audience, I've never played any of the animal crossing games. They don't really seem like something that I would like. Um, but I can see the appeal in it. And especially now I often like games that give you a feeling of slow progress like you know, you're, you're building something. It gives you a sense of accomplishment in life during times that maybe you're not accomplishing much in life. <laughs> yeah, for, for real. And so I don't know if uh, we really want to get into it, but like this is one of the reasons why Fallout 76 has uh, been such a success for the people that love that game. It is one of those games that you just build on it over time. I mean, I've spent probably more time building up my base than actually going on missions. <laughs> and that's true for me and too. Success is a strong word. Yeah, well, yeah. I that's why I that's why I quickly changed Walked it. that one back <laughs> to uh, yeah to to the people who love it. <laughs> it's success it to them. Yeah. Well, I do find myself because because since I beat Final Fantasy VII remake, I've I've mostly just been playing those two things back and forth, and it, it is hard to remember you know which item you got for your camp and which item you got for your uh, house, 
on uh, Animal Crossing. Um, and some I do get them confused every now and then. And be like, oh, I thought I got this uh, radio. I'm like, no, the radio is in Fallout. Yeah, <laughs> or, kind of or I thought I got this pipe pistol and <laughs> in Animal. Oh wait, no, that's Fallout 76. Yes. <laughs> I just lost a nuke on Harv's Island. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, in wow. Animal Crossing, so Mike, do you want to, or do you want me to get a give a quick rundown of what the game is? Uh, I'll, I'd like to hear you take. It, it's it's a real life simulator, but with animals on an island. So it's a little bit nicer than what we're doing there right now. <clears throat> okay, so yeah, that, that that's that's the short and sweet summary. Um, I mean, there's not really much you can expand upon it because on the surface, there's not much there. You you you're start you start on a desert island. It, it's you're part of an island getaway. Um, the Animal Crossing games. This one is not necessarily a reiteration of the series. This is a continuation of the series, and. Um, Tom Nook, who is the mogul of the series, um, yeah, the slumlord of the series. Though I'll get into the lore here in a minute. Um, there's lore. Yeah, there's lore. There's lore about Tom Tom Nook in the Animal Crossing series. I'll get into that here in a second. Well, I mean, okay, there's a backstory. Let's let's say there's a backstory. Um, but anyway, uh, so Tom Nook creates the new island getaway because before you were just in towns and designing houses and that that kind of thing now you actually have a whole island that you can start and uh, apparently Tom Nook has driven an, uh, driven away all of the natives on the on 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 the island so then he can sell these holiday packages um, <laughs> you start out in a tent and like, then that you... got dark <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, um, so you start. A... It does feel very cultish at first. Like, oh, we're going, we're going to pack up and move this to this island with these other people. And then we're going. It, it's kind of uh, like a colony thing. Like, uh, yeah, we're going to pack up here and we're going to join this Tom Nook cult. Yeah, right. Drink some Kool Aid, you know that kind of thing. <laughs> Man, there used to be people dark. living here, but they're gone now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They did drink the, you know what? Never mind. Okay, <laughs> so um, you start out with just a tent, and then you pay off your island getaway package, and then Tom Nook provides you with a house with a new loan, interest-free loan. That's important for later. Um, and then you pay off your initial house, and then you get to expand your house for a new loan. And then you pay that off, and then you get another room, and then another room, and another room. And eventually you get an upstairs and a basement. All the time you get new, new loans. And um, Mike, how much was that loan that you just paid off? Two and a half million. Two and a half million or, bells. Or 2.3 million, maybe. Yeah, it was, it, it, Cassie, it, was multi, it was a multi-million dollar basement. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but that's just paying off your house. Then you're put there with other villagers. You're a person, and the other villagers are animals. An 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 anthropomorphic. Am I using that word right? Anthropomorphic. Okay. All right. 
um, animals that have personalities and not just like, you know, computer robotic personalities, but like actual, like, you know, seems like real people um personalities um and then of course tom nook is there and you know the more money you spend at the island then they start expanding and then they you get a museum and then you get a um uh what is it uh tailor shop tailor shop yep a tailor shop and, and then uh you there's other services that you can take advantage of and it's 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 just a great game and you you would think that all of this would get boring after a while, but it doesn't. It just—it's just the most charming thing. It's just—it's it, just relaxing. I don't, I don't know what else to say about it. It's just—and if you play the stock market, it's a whole other game entirely. Play the stock market. Stock so, market. Mike, you want to tell us about uh, what happened last week? Uh, last week? Oh. Yeah, I can do that. So, there's a... And this actually goes back to the original game. There's a, a little pig who shows up on Sunday mornings and sells turnips at, at, uh, at the price is like 10... Well, it's, it's a bundle of 10 each. And the, uh, the, the, the price is random between a certain number. Um, so you you can buy as many as you want though, um, and throughout the week you can sell them back to uh, the Nook shop, and the the price uh, varies from from actually twice a day it changes. Um, sometimes it could be lower than what you paid for them, and sometimes it could be higher than what you paid for them, and sometimes it could be way way higher than what you paid for them. And uh, that's the sweet spot as far as that goes. So uh, last week um, I had it come up. Uh, on on my island, where uh, I had bought them for ninety one bells each, and sold them. F- well, the, the I want to say was it Wednesday last week, Wednesday or Thursday? It was something uh, like that. It was four hundred and thirty three bells each, and, and so um, uh, Luke uh, or, or Bella, I guess, came over to the island and uh, s- sold her uh, turnips there. I, I, I'd actually sold mine the day before on another island because I, I, I get to panic when it gets later in the week. Because if you don't sell them by Sunday, they go bad. Yeah. Then, you know, yeah, they, they, they rot. Anybody. Yeah. So you know, your last chance to sell them Saturday night for like whatever price that they offer then. And you're most likely taking a loss when that happens. <clears throat> but uh, when, I was, when mine was that uh, high, I opened my island up to other people and shared my code online. And what and, are the codes? And through this uh, website called uh, the Turnip Exchange. Yeah. Which I think that's where most of my people came the from. Turnip Exchange? Yep. It's a thing that exists. That's awesome. And uh, I had probably four to six people show up and uh, sell their turnips there. And what they tended, the, the courtesy is to leave a, assuming that you know they bought like a, or they sold a lot of turnips, um, it's customary leave uh, hundred thousand bells uh, behind, because <laughs> a lot of people. Th- when I did it this week, I-, I went through the exchange and went to somebody's island. I I sold all of mine and I made one point two million bells, just off the turnips. And so you know, when you make that much, you can part with hundred thousand, no problem. Yeah. So uh, 
in, in the half hour that I had my gate open for people to come and uh, sell turnips, I made uh, half a million bells. <clears throat> Is this a lot? Yeah. Well, I mean the 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 final expansion of your of your house um, is two point five million bells. Two point five or two point three. Um, and and that is the that is the the high the highest loan that you pay off in the game. Um, most okay. of the most of your expansions they start at ten thousand. Then it's. 35,000 then it's like 70,000 it just keeps going up yeah. and then the, I think the last one's like I want to say 900,000 and then it jumps up to like 2.5 million and th there's more you can do than just your house um, for some reason you're responsible for all the infrastructure I don't, I don't know why Tom Nook isn't but and um, you have to be the 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 what is it the 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 first islander is the one that's responsible for doing all of those expansions. So Cassie and Bella, who were after me because I was the first first villager, they can't um, put in any of the road or bridges or inclines or any of that. So I have to do all. I have to plan out all of that stuff. Well, that's what I was going to say. You can also buy buy bridges and uh, steps and inclines and things like that. Um, and they don't start. You, you can set those up in advance, but you can't. Uh, they won't do the construction until they're paid for. Right. And and they're very those vary in price between like ninety thousand and uh, like three hundred thousand bells, something like that. Which that that uh, construction guy is the only appearance appearance of a gyroid in this game. That is weird, uh, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, and they're even in uh, they're even in the uh, mobile version. It used to be everywhere in the original. Yeah, right. I had my basement. My basement was filled with gyroids, and they were all synchronized up. And I only had ones down there that complemented each other, so that yeah. it all made one big song. Cassie called uh, it the most anno annoying room in the whole village. <laughs> now, what's a gyroid? Is that like something you got to see a doctor about? <laughs> or can you treat it at home? You can treat it at home with an ointment. Yeah. Um, I, I, was, I knew you were going to ask, so I was trying to pull up a picture. Uh, trying to get one here. Oh, that's oh, a um, now wait, I should know this. That's like a Japanese mythological character. I think there is a story behind it. Well, since, since we're talking about Japanese myth mythological characters, let's get behind on the backstory of Tom Nook. Tell us about it. So Tom Nook, as many people think, is actually, uh, or is a raccoon. He's not. He's actually a Japanese <clears throat> or a take on a Japanese mythical creature called a Tanuki, which is why he's called Tom Nook. He's a Tanuki. Like, um, the, uh, like the Mario 3 suit. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. That you're using literally one level. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you got it. So, yeah, because that's not a raccoon suit or, or it's a Tanuki suit. 
Anyway, um, so Tom Nook goes to the city when he was younger, and um, he makes some business decisions. He gets a business partner, and then he is actually um, kind of screwed over, and he loses all of his money. And he decides that he does he is done with the big city. So he goes back to his hometown where Abel is also there. Abel is Tom Nook's oldest friend. Um, she's the one that tells us the story, actually, in City Folk, I think it is. Um, but uh, Tom Nook vows that he wants to help the little people um, of his town in other towns and grow up the other towns because this, the city is too big and he wants the, the, the towns to thrive and survive. And so that's why he decides to um, both take out your, or get his profit through his store and stuff, but also why he does interest-free loans. Um, and he's always done interest-free loans in all of the games because he's trying to provide people with a way to get out of pro poverty and to build up these small towns, just like It's a Wonderful Life. Um, <laughs> but so he's not Mr. Potter. He is uh, Mr. Bailey. Yes, and you know who Mr. Potter is? Red. Red uh, is the guy that was his business partner that screwed him over. That uh, explains his hatred towards him. Yes! So that's the backstory. That's the backstory of Animal Crossing. So yeah, I didn't know Tom Nook had a backstory. Yep, yeah, Tom Nook has a backstory. Animal Crossing has a backstory. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I... I, I uh, I looked it up real quick. Um, the these gyroid characters they are they share an appearance with a uh, Japanese cultural figure called the Haniwa, and it's a terracotta figure that is part of a burial ritual. Burial ritual that they they bury these with their dead in like ancient made. Japan, not today. Okay. That makes sense because it does. It. it does seem kind of he does seem kind of clay, you know. Um, which um, red is um, is like a fox, and um, a, a fox is the Tanuki's um, rival or whatever you want to call it. Uh, okay. Do you know what the so, defining feature of actual Tanukis are? What. They have an extremely large um, pair. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Genitalia. Oh. Yes. Um, oh. Cajones. Ca cajones. Um, <laughs> okay. We went there. Yeah, I, I, I had to point it out. And I always laugh whenever Tanukis come up in anything because uh, that, that's kind of their... their I, I think that's their claim to fame in Japan is... Uh, how well endowed they are. Their yeah. virility. That's Their the virility. Uh, part of the folklore related to the Tanuki is that, uh, yeah, it drops them and causes earthquakes. 
Don't laugh. This is that, that actually was a movie you could do in Mario Three with because you could turn into the statue and it would pound the ground. Mm-hmm. Which God, so we could good. do a whole episode on this, like Japanese cultural symbols in video games. Yeah. The thing that Mario turns into is called a Jizo statue, oh. and it has to do with like lost children or something. I'm not sure on that one. It, but it's it also related. a religious figure. But it's not related to the Tanuki at all? He just turns into two separate don't, Japanese don't think cultural so. things? Okay. You know, stuff like that, I think it's it's so common over there that, like, we have stories like that all the time. Like, references that everybody gets it. You don't have to explain it. Yeah. Paul Bunyan. Uh, Paul Bunyan, if somebody just... If there was a character in a video game that had a large blue ox and he was a mountain man, you'd know. You get it. You get yeah, it. Yeah, it's Paul Bunyan. But here over in the West, we don't get these references right. that they throw into these games. Um, so it's something over there that's so common that just everybody knows the story. So a now sp- that we now that we know this, now that we know this. Has Nintendo pulled a fast one by the rating bureau and Animal Crossing should actually be M-rated? Um, Tanukis are not vulgar characters. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he, he wears like a protective apron, so you can't really tell what's going on under there. That's true. That's true. So, Nin- well, Nintendo, well, guess, Nintendo gets guess- another point. I guess in the current version, he's behind the counter, so you can't really see what's dragging around back there. <laughs> dragging around. Uh, God, we just totally went there tonight, did we? Yeah, I'll figure it out as well. Well, you know, I think it. I think one of the reasons why I went there is because Mike is Mike is on his antibiotics today. I'm hopped up. I hopped up. I'm fighting an infection. Oh no. Well, I I, I, hope, I hope you I hope you get get over it, Mike. It's, it's working. This is this is the first day on antibiotics, so I'm I'm still adjusting to the uh, the shock of them. So, um, up on the podcast, um, I was going to bring up a few pictures from uh, my island. Um, so here is um, me and Kathy. Um, with the Easter Bunny. Mike and Alex, I know you can't see it unless you brought it up on the YouTube thing. Um, and then there is me. Um, and, uh, there is a website that you can export real pictures as patterns to be used in the game. Um, and, uh, I wonder how you did that. That is a picture of me in a gnome costume. Um, here's me and Mike, um, on his island. And, oh, here is, hey, if you, uh, want this, this is a real thing. Um, if you want this, uh, shirt, I designed that myself. It is my shop shirt. And, uh, there are the codes, um, to download that. Um, it's got the, uh, shirt. In the suspenders, the in the 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 plaid pattern in the pocket, with the pencil and everything in it. Uh, there's me and Mike looking at the stars. 
Um, there's me catching an aura fish. Um, let's see. Oh, there's me, Bella, and Cassie um, dancing with the Easter Bunny in our Easter um, finest. And oh, and there's there's me and Cassie as as frogs. We're dressed up as frogs, jumping over the river. Oh, oh, and then I uh, gave Cassie a wedding ring. Um, she already has one in real life, but uh -huh. I decided to give her one in the game. Um, oh, and there's my steampunk outfit. And I think that's all the pictures. All right, all right. So I put one, I put one on my Twitter. I'm, I'm an airline pilot in my current uh, version. Um, I was hoping you'd find it before the episode, but I can pull it up here. I can't do the fancy thing you just did, or can I? Oh, neato. What, what, are, what are you dressed up as there? That, that, that's an airline pilot. Oh, okay. Got, got got the glasses and the porn stash and all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Good to fly. I do love that the airline pilots in the game are dodos. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. How long have I been muted? Uh, like a minute or two. It was actually pretty nice. <laughs> uh... I, got, I, got, I got words in. Was that was I was I muted when um when I was talking about the pictures? No. Okay. So it's, I must have, it must have just I, happened. It's since I had the the phone up. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I oh, when were... I leaned forward while you were talking, I, I I leaned down the button. Yeah, I got the little button on the thing on yeah, the, on that, the on, yeah, yeah. I just thought I, you were in all of my uh my airline pilot. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know, um, I have that. Uh, what I was saying was, I have that same mustache, but on my um, steampunk uh, guy. That's a good choice too. I thought so. I thought so. So um, we're coming up on a half hour. I think we've beat this dead horse. Um, me, and, me and Mike both love the game, and 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 if you have a Nintendo Switch, you should try it out. Alex, I know you're not going to try it out, but um, it's still my recommendation to try it out. Hang <laughs> so, on, there's a Paper Mario coming out in a month, so. So, um, oh hey, and by the yeah. way, Mike, um, in a callback to our last episode, tomorrow, me, Cassie, and Bella are going to the drive-in in Shinston. Good luck. Um, we're going to go see. We're we're going to go try to see. Um, it's going to be Onward and Call of the Wild. Um, we bought Onward um, in the midst of the pandemic or whatever. Um, we bought it, watched it, liked it. So we'll be happy to watch it again. Cassie um, and Bella wanted to go see Call of the Wild before all this started. Um, and... Um, Bella, um, she's she's eleven, and um, that was one of her first, uh, one of her first like meaty like emotional books. 
to really uh, read and I mean, gotta be honest, she she cried at the end. Dad. Uh, I mean, truthfully, I'm kind. I'm uh, actually kind kind of proud of her for you know being that into her books. Mm-hmm. You know, that's you know that that is that is a medium that all of us appreciate, and uh, I'm 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 glad that she appreciates it too. I gave her Dune and Lord of the Rings, and she hasn't cracked them open yet. So, we'll see what happens. Good luck. Yeah. Good yeah. luck. Uh, I imagine she'll probably read those when she's more in, like, middle school. Though she's going into seventh grade. She's going into seventh grade. Isn't that crazy? Uh, yeah. So, well, anyway, I'm going to finish this to YouTube out. Um, you guys have anything else you want to say? Before I turn it off, what, what, what are y'all thoughts on Paper Mario coming out uh, in July? Hmm, I kind of—it's been a while since I've picked up one of those games. Uh, I played the one for Wii years ago. Thousand Year Door. Yeah, Thousand. I, I'm told it's like one of the better ones they've had for a while. I just kind of find them boring. That's the only one I played, and I remember really liking it. That said, I can't remember anything about it. Um, so I'm, I'm on the fence whether I want to jump right away with it, but because uh, I'm sure it will be good. But uh, I, I, I want the second opinion. Mario RPG is awesome. The one for SNES. Yeah. Ugh, they never got back to that. They never. Well, they never well, will. Well, the Square Nintendo relationship kind of fell apart. Yeah, it's the Nintendo rare relationship. Um, I I only ever liked Mario RPG because there was a character named Mallow, and I was like, "Hey, yeah. I, I know that name." Put Gino in Smash Brothers. <laughs> Make it happen. You, um, go. you got Solid Snake. I I may I may lose two friends, but I'm I got I have to be honest with myself. I have tried Mario RPG. Several times. Boo. And I don't like it. I don't get it. You don't I like don't good get things, it. Luke. <sighs> nope. I'm out. I'm out. I'm not, I will say it, I'm not coming back next week either. This has been another edition of <laughs> RGCWV, Random Geek Culture in West Virginia. <laughs> this has been the final episode, I think. <laughs> uh, we'll see yep. what happens. Um, actually, uh, as a preview, um, Alex, have you given any thought to your episode? Maybe next week. Uh, uh, no. no. What? What are we? What are we talking about? Uh, you got to pick the topic next week. That's right. Um, hmm. Maybe we'll post an update midweek. Sounds good, Muzzletov. Muzzletov. Um, hmm. So. Um, Oh, oh, and here in the future, I don't know uh, when we'll do it, but we are going to do a Fallout 76 review of Wastelanders. Um, They have made some improvements, and we want to talk about them. Um, And we'll get into depth on how good those improvements are. But, again, this has been RGCWV Random Geek Culture in West Virginia. I am your host, Luke Hersey. This has been Mike Mallow as my co-host. 
And my other co-host, Alex McLean. Hey, hey. If you want to reach out to us, um, you could reach us on our email at randomwvgeek at gmail.com. You could call us or leave a voicemail message or even send a text to 304-566-9777. And also, you can go to our link tree, which is posted on the YouTube channel, posted on the podcast channel, posted on Twitter, and the Facebook, and it redirects you to all of them darn places. So... Anyway, I never get to say it. Welcome to the end. Welcome to the end. Welcome to the end. All right. Uh, oh, wait, wait, where's the thing? Uh, wait, where's the thing? Where? There, there's the thing. Bye. Okay. If you're, if you're a Takuni, you wouldn't have that problem. I would have another hand. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so I don't know if you guys at all heard, but um, uh, the I published the audio from the episode. Um, with the additional banter at the beginning and the end of the episode as uh, audio. Um, and it's actually really good. In fact, it's better than the YouTube video because the audio was all messed up on the YouTube video. By the way, I figured out what was wrong. I had the recording service recording audio twice. Both oh. for, yeah, It was synced up with the desktop audio but it wasn't synced up with my microphone audio. So I had my microphone audio for my Logitech, but also my microphone audio for my default microphone. So I was recording it twice. So that's, that's what was that's what the problem was. So <clears throat> Mike you probably don't want to stick around because uh, you probably want to go to bed, don't you? Yeah, well, I've, I've slept most of the day anyways. <laughs> so, oh, okay. I mean, that said, I could probably go back to sleep now and be fine. <laughs> gotcha. <clears throat> um, I better... Well, I, I can't really change the description yet until it's done um, processing. So, anyway, it seemed like the episode went pretty good. We went into the backstory a little bit. Uh, yeah. We ran, gave a rundown on what's, what's so great about the game. And then uh, we also... Uh, we also gave some of our uh, stories on what was... Why why we like this the game so much, so... The, the, the only thing I, I wanted to do, which is more of a uh, Fairmont deep cut than anything is um, because a, lo a lot of uh, playing the game was playing it with uh, Caleb at uh, Book and Me. Right. And C Caleb was like a driving force for that game in, in, in Fairwatch. I, I think the copy I got, I bought from him because he, he needed money, so he sold it to me. And I just brought it up there so he could still play it. 
Because I, I, I want to say that we, we both brought our GameCubes up because that's how you could go to each other's town in the original game. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, the move isn't necessarily to have a friend with another memory card to bring, yeah. but have a second memory card and then have a town on each one. That's true. Especially, I couldn't remember how we used to do that. What? I couldn't remember how, how we used to do that in the original game. You know, that's been 15 years ago. Um, so when Bella was... By the way, it was longer than that, Mike. Um, 15? Um, so when Bella um, was six, I think, she discovered well i don't think discovered I, th I think it was more or less that bella was starting to get interested in the video games and i was like hey bella how about you try this one oh my goodness like all the time she was playing that game as soon as she started playing it it was all the time that she seriously got addicted to that game in fact that's the first video game because she has been addicted to video games since then. Um, she's big into games, but a different kind of games than I am, obviously. Um, but she loved Animal Crossing, and that is the reason why she wanted a DS. Uh. She wanted a DS so she could play Animal Crossing in the car. And that's the reason why I haven't played any since the original GameCube is because they always come out on systems that I don't have. Because I've never... We had the, D, the original DS at one point, and then we sold it. And uh, other than that, uh, I don't know if it, it ever came out on Wii U, because uh, that's one we never had either. Um, so This is Mike, the first one I've had since the original. Mike, I... um, uh, Where is it? Yeah, I don't have to get it out. Um... I was at uh, Goodwill here like six months ago, mm. and uh, they had a original DS that works. The hinge is broken on on one of the hinges, but it's it works um, and still powers on and everything. And I got that thing for like friggin' five bucks. Nice. It, that's the one with the the game with the uh, Game Boy Advanced cartridge slot. Uh. But anyway, what you guys you were saying, Mike? I don't know if I was gonna say anything. I still got the uh, Game Boy Advance SP that, that looks like the classic Nintendo. Uh -huh. um, but the the internal battery corroded, um, so really? I, I've tried replacing. It, I can't get it to work. Really? So it's a bummer because I'm, I'm pretty sure that was a collector's item. Well, if you want, if you want, you could uh, um, let me take it over to Bobby, and he can give it back to you in about a year. I might do that. Of course, I won't, I won't get it to you until probably November at the earliest. That's true. That's true. But, you know, I, I don't... It's not like I've used it in 20, no, 20 years. 15 years. So, I mean, that's fine. Um, yeah, it's been... Uh, damn, it's been 17 years since that came out. I am doing my math wrong. Um, well, yeah, man. Stuff like that makes me feel so old. I just had my 15-year anniversary, and it was like three years before that. Should have been on top of that one. Um, what was the other thing? 
Uh, I lost it. It wasn't wasn't Animal Crossing related. It was the drugs, man. It's the drugs. So, um, so getting back to what I was talking about earlier, Metal Gear, God, Alex, I am just like super deep into Metal Gear right now. Like, I feel like that there was like a whole after Snake Eater for PlayStation Three, or, or no, after PlayStation Two, after after Metal Gear Solid Two, I just t- checked out of the series. I was like, okay, game was a one hit wonder. No, there was only one misstep in the series, and if you played the whole thing, it really wasn't a misstep. They they really continued the story, but my God, Metal Gear is a great series. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's popular for a reason, man. I know, I know. It's just, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I really, um, I, uh, I just got to the part where, um, where he, uh, where Snake had the encounter with Skullface and, you know, and, you know, Cephalophilus. Snuffleupius. Um, that that's when you know that's the second encounter with him, or her, or whatever. That yeah, that robot. Um, still don't know what part Psychomantis plays in this. Don't which know. One, which one is this now? Metal Gear Solid Five. Five. Okay. One that I tell you what. I really, uh, it makes me even sadder that Kojima and Konami can't can't make make it up, uh, make 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 nice, because I want them to continue it now. I want them to make, I want them to make Metal Gear One and Two, the ones for NES in 3D style. Those would be phenomenal games, and then it would lead right into Metal Gear Solid One. Which they could remake, and then that would be great. Was five the last one? Yeah, five was the yeah. last one, and okay. probably the final one. That's the same thing. <laughs> no, Final Fantasy. <laughs> final Gear Solid. Final Gear Solid. Um. Damn. No, I mean truthfully, though, this. This Metal Gear game is not like any of the. So it's like Peace Wake or Peace Walker. I realized I was saying that wrong the whole time. Uh, it's, okay. It's it's not like it. It's like Peace Walker that was for the PlayStation Pocket, um, which I'm playing that too. Um, well, when you said Peace Waker, I, I assumed you're talking about like. Uh... Solid Snake on a boat. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> he is on an oil platform. Does that make? Does that make? Does that redeem me at all? Is the oil platform sentient? A former no. king, perhaps. You don't know that yet, Luke. You don't know that. It might be spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I mean, I know, I know that it isn't in peace. Mm. Peace Walker. <laughs> 
Yeah, but there's there's so much that happens in Peace Walker that is a backstory to Metal Gear Solid Five, and a lot of people didn't play it, so I feel like they missed like a whole big chunk of the story. Um, but yeah, are you going to try out D- Death Stranding at some point? I am. I am going to. In I'm fact, pretty- in fact, I'm probably that's probably something I am going to play here this summer. Um, I mean, I know there's not going to be an E3 sale, but at some point there's going to be a summer sale on the PlayStation Store. I, I know you don't have PlayStation Plus, but did you see what the new games this month were or in June? Um, I saw a leak. It, um, it was uh, the World War II Call of Duty, the last one that came out that was World War II based, mm-hmm. and. I can't remember what the second one was. But wasn't it Spider Man? Wasn't it supposed to be Spider Man? No, uh, people thought it was going to be, but it uh, it was it was something else. It was still good. Um, oh, Battlefront Two, Star Wars. Yeah, both of those. And eh, I'll pass. I almost I almost bought the second one, but because the first one didn't have a campaign, it kind of put me off of it. Oh no, the first one was great. The second one was it bad. Didn't, it didn't have a campaign though. Well, the first one didn't have a campaign, but it was really good gameplay. The second one had a campaign, but the gameplay is terrible. And there was microtransactions all over the place. They backpedaled on that, but the mechanics were still there. The game was designed for microtransactions. And because even though they backpedaled on it, there's a component of the game that's missing now. And it's well. I'm about to pay zero dollars for it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do the main campaign. I'm not going to worry about the online play. Yeah. <sighs> um. What were you going to say, Alex? So I'm not sure, like, what I if if I have an episode idea or not. Um. I don't. I think that the. Spectacle action game is, um, I think that's a half-baked idea. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that we can't, you know, I mean, there's so many half-baked ideas that we've turned into episodes. Yeah, I guess so. (sighs) I mean, I have a little bit to add to that. Um, I mean, I can talk all day about Final Fantasy fourteen. That's true. Have we ever had a definitive ranking of those? Just Final Fantasy in general? Ooh. Oh, I don't like to do rankings. Uh, there's, there's some good fighting involved, though. Ooh, yeah, that's true. And they would actually get our, you know, fighting faces, you know, uh, in, the, in the video. I, I, it's also, Luke is so consistently wrong about things like that. Is it that I'm, is that I that I'm consistently wrong, or is it that you don't ad- admit that you see the truth when it's staring you in the face? It can be both. <laughs> no, my problem is I kind of clocked out after Final Fantasy twelve, um, so I don't have anything beyond that to really rank except for the right. Two, I haven't the played all of them. Fifteen. I've played all of them, but not to completion. Um, 
oh wait, no, I haven't played eleven, and I hadn't played fourteen. Yeah, the online ones I never messed with. <laughs> At one point, I got Final Fantasy Online. I don't think it was eleven. I well, maybe it was eleven. I don't know. But uh, I, it didn't. It didn't work on my computer. And and so I uninstalled it, and then they tried to build me the next month, even though I to- told them to cancel it. So I was kind of, yeah. you know, this is back in the dark ages of online gaming. So I always had a bad taste in my mouth from that. Right. Um. And I did. I did have a geek out this week. You did. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, we're we're still recording the audio, so nah, oh. it's fine. It's, oh, hmm. um, Mike was was it you? I thought you were one of the several people that talked about Avatar: The Last Airbender yeah. last week. That you said you were rewatching it. Yeah. So I decided to rewatch it. Um, you're the third person in like the last couple of weeks that says, you know what? I am rewatching that show. And so I figured, I figured, you know what? Maybe I should go back to, back to that show. And I'm loving the hell out of it. Got to yeah. tell you. Well, we wanted to rewatch it for years because it used to be on Netflix. And then when we wanted to rewatch it, it wasn't there anymore. And it's been gone for years. And it just finally, of course, it returned last week. And so we, and, um, when the world needed it most, it vanished. Exactly. The- <laughs> but it came back when the world needed it most. <laughs> That's right. So the, the, I think it's been gone long enough that our, our daughter wasn't even around whenever it was on Netflix last time. So she got to see it now as a six-year-old, and, and of course she loved it also. So it kind of made everything full circle. That's great. Um, and she was already a big fan of the Dragon Prince, so that, uh, that, that went well, too. And we finally got... Probably got uh, my wife to watch it, and she enjoyed it as well. The, the Dragon Prince. So it's like it, it's the same thing; it's just repackaged. I I'm definitely noticing stuff that I didn't even know was going to be a thing later on. Uh, yeah. One of uh, the episode that I watched today, I didn't realize Azula shows up like early season one. Um, there's like a flashback of Zuko with his father. And Azula's in the shot, which it would make sense that she would be there, but yeah. she wasn't introduced until much, much later. I think it's the very last episode of season one is when she finally popped up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it wasn't that much later. They, they referenced her before, but, but that's the first time she actually made an appearance, if I'm remembering right. Also, I mean, even just the first episode, I just, you know, really thinking about things, Zuko thought that the Avatar was going to be an old man and was going to be this incredibly powerful, obviously the most powerful, maybe the most powerful man in the world, you know? Yeah. And um, and I guess he thought he could beat that. I don't know. Zuko's a dumbass. Yeah. I, I kind of, <laughs> looking at it now, I kind of realize like how just completely unempowered he is just in general. He's, he's basically just running on fumes. <clears throat> Really through the whole series. Yeah, he he is. He's this guy who thinks he's all that and so badly isn't. When I see the Avatar, I am going to defeat him. 
Oh, yeah. You versus the guy that can use all four elements. Yeah. yeah good right. Good luck on that, asshole. They <laughs> need to put Korra on uh, Netflix now. That's you know, I've never watched Korra. They had the, the first season free on Amazon back when they first put it on streaming. And we watched that and really liked the first season. Then, But they made you pay for the, the other three. And we were like, eh. Because we were thinking it'll probably show up on Netflix soon. And, of course, it never has since. Yeah, I'm, I'm told it's not the good. best. But, you know, I'm willing to watch not the best. And, and, and you get to see some adult adult Aang uh, flashbacks, which are very interesting. That sounds interesting. Yep. And, and it's funny because um, uh, his, his youngest son is, is in the show. Of course, he's, he's probably in his like 40s or whatever. He, and he's voiced by J.K. Simmons. And, uh, and, and it's a great part for him. But uh, there's videos online where people took uh, his, his role from Whiplash and dubbed it over like scenes of him being angry in that, in that show. And it's just the funniest thing. I don't know if they still exist anywhere, but they, uh, if you want to laugh, look those up. <laughs> well, I just realized what time it is. I do need to be going here. Oh, oh yeah, you got to call your dad. Yeah, I might. Maybe after I'm finished rewatching Avatar, I will try to break into Legend of Korra. If you can hold that first season, at least. That's, like I, said, I, don't, I don't know what happens after that, but the, the first season is self-contained, which surprised me. Um, it, it doesn't... Because I, cause I think this two through four are more the continuous thing like Avatar does, but the first one is more like an introduction to the the new world basically. Yeah, um, and and it you can watch it in one shot, and it's not like you can stop right there and not worry about the rest if you wanted to. So if you want to invest in that season, that's fine. Um, I can't rec- since I haven't seen the rest, I, I can't recommend it. But uh, yeah, the first season's good. <clears throat> I might give it a shot. So the video is if you bring up the 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 playlist it's there but um yeah I there it looks it looks good and there's no audio issues so it's better than last week so I think it came out pretty good So um hey thanks guys for coming tonight and uh, talking about Animal Crossing. Um, also, um, Mike. Yeah. Thanks for for coming on, even though you uh, are kind of feeling a little groggy right now. A little under the weather. Yeah. Well, you still you still handled it like a champ. With... Yeah. Well, I had a pretty big meal before I came on, and that seemed to settle me out a little bit. <laughs> 